0: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. And I say, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. If
1: you could learn to work and play and get along with each other. We're if going to have a to fight it out. our to- what the hell? Wow! August 1 warning? Identity revealed as the MMA legend Tito Ortiz? And that's how we'll start the show. In
2: order to be true to the moment, we have to leave a roughly 40 to 50 second pause of shocked silence.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I've got my arms folded over my chest.
2: Are you making a mean face? You making a mean face?
1: Let's let me tell you right now. Twenty twenty, Liam would be so into Tito Ortiz as August one morning.
2: Typical. You are you, you are routinely into bad things, so it kind of makes sense. It kind mm. of adds
1: up. But um, at the, I remember being so confused by it. I had no clue who this fucking bold bitch was. Oh, you did? You weren't
2: even an MMA fan back then. Your MMA fan is more fan is more recent.
1: Yeah, I mean, I back then I probably knew BJ Penn and. And George St-Pierre, that's probably about it. MMA is so bad, though. But back then it was cool, man. They could wear colours and they had flames on their shorts. And they were actually relevant in the mainstream. I don't know if that was... Not necessarily. Is TNA the mainstream? Yeah. (laughs) Is that what you're insinuating
2: there? Listen, that episode of TNA Impact... I'm actually going to pull up the ratings for that episode of TNA Impact right now. So I can expose you. August
1: 1 warning had people hyped.
2: Because that episode of Impact was nearly certainly watched by at least twice the number of people that these episodes of television are about to watch are, were, so, you know, uh, uh, why are you yelling at me? You're you're a TNA hater. That's why.
1: I'm I I'd have you know, <laughs> if you go to my Twitter, which most of you can't, I am a TNA guy. I'm always talking about the TNA. You do you did start
2: a TNA 2011 rewatch, which I assume you have since abandoned.
1: I'm like four no i did the problem there was it was not just tna it's tna WWE, and new japan so i'm currently on like my second new japan show which is the sixth or seventh show total hmm. So yeah. when did you start that um probably the
2: start of the year uh, we're going to 2014 we're going to august 1st that episode of it Impart- no that we're 2013 not 2014 uh, 1.25 million people watched that episode of Impact, so a good in- half a million people more than watched AEW Dynamite, so August 1st in the morning... US of A? Yeah, in the US of A on Spike compared to TNT. So August one morning was um,
1: objectively more successful than nearly anything AEW has ever done. I guess you s- you sound like you're in August one morning. No, <laughs> very good, Liam. Thank you. Um, that's not true. I, I'm pretty sure. Hasn't AEW done like 1.4?
2: Yeah. So I said nearly everything AEW has ever done. <laughs> oh.
1: uh, damn, they did better than the Bucks hitting that 1 million last week.
2: Yeah. Uh, the, the, the August 1st warning was watched by more people than any episode of WWE NXT on USA.
1: Well, yeah. Because <clears throat> one has Tito Ortiz and one has Adam Cole. Baby. <laughs> have we gone straight into wrestling talk
2: welcome everybody to wednesday wargames episode number 40 joining me as always is my wonderful host liam there we go got the no uh, word 41 damn it i bottled it you son of a bitch you would swear i'm not looking straight at last week's episode number so that i don't get it wrong and then i immediately get it wrong
1: when it comes down to brass tacks a bit I don't think anyone... Oh, I don't think anyone cares what number it is. It's all about the passion that we're bringing to the show, baby. And we're here to talk about WWE 205 Live. that's the wrong results page that I have open. <laughs> 205 Live had a Raul Mendoza match and,
2: and a DJZ match. It was probably pretty good. We should probably watch that. Do you want to watch that instead? No.
1: gonna <laughs> retroactively go back and not watch NXT.
2: It's not a real show, though, so that's the
1: problem. Yeah, but is NXT a real show? None of these are real shows. They're all bad. Uh, um, Garrett has turned into a notorious AEW hater now. He wants to get in with the cool WWE crowd, so he's going to start saying that everything AEW does is bad. He's going to start getting on this new take that I'm seeing where John Moxley is actually an awful wrestler and can't do anything unless there's no DQ, so you gotta, You got to get that one going now, Garrett. Uh, okay, sorry. Um,
2: Jon Moxley. I- I'm writing this down. John Moxley. Yeah, John, Moxley John Moxley,
1: bad wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to start... Uh, Blood and Guts, they're still harping on about the Blood and Guts stuff. Even though a man had his eye removed on WWE television in the last couple of weeks. MJF is the only good thing about the show. That's no!
2: What I'm getting. No. No. Never. That will never be something I will ever get behind.
1: And, um, they... They're focusing too much on uh, nobodies like Eddie Kingston and Warhorse and Ricky Stark. So that's true. Yeah, cool. Just so you've got your game plan out for like the next month or so until they do something that you like, and then you're back on their good books.
2: No, it's, it's a bad company. But we'll talk about that every
1: week. We review AEW Dynamite and WWE.
2: NXT! Last week, AW won, so we shall talk about... W- or uh, We'll talk about AW. God, it's too early in the morning. It's only it's only one in the afternoon, and I, it's just because I just got out of bed. I'm tired, I'm cranky, and we were meant to do this yesterday, but Liam's like, I feel sick again. Oh, NXT makes me feel ill. And <laughs> well, to be fair, you put those words into my mouth. Don't worry about it. And, uh, Inner Circle versus a group of doofs. Open Wait, did AW w- win last week? I think it did, didn't it? I thought NXT won last week. No, AEW won last week. It was NXT won the week before.
1: I thought NXT got two it a
2: row.
1: No. All right, cool. Let's go to AEW then.
2: Inner Circle versus Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Chuck Taylor. How did you feel about this wrestling contest? It was all right. Jericho needs to go away. Why? That's still my take. I'm bored of Chris Jericho. He's just... Is it
1: too much Chris Jericho? He should disappear for two months. What do you mean? You... You're sick of Chris Jericho in that, like, an in-ring thing, or a character thing, or... I think it's
2: both. Like, any he wrestles, it doesn't feel special anymore. And he's... He, it's too much, like, shtick Chris Jericho, because he's wrestling Orange Cassidy's.
1: Yeah, well, he's doing, like, WWE friendship stuff, like the Kevin Steen shit. Which is, I don't know, he's, he's in a mid-card feud with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, I don't want it. I don't know, man. He's the demo god. You gotta have him on there for the demos.
2: <laughs> He's not the only person who talks about ratings on the show. We'll get into that later. Don't you
1: like? Don't you like all the ratings talk?
2: Lucha Luchasaurus pinned Sammy. It was a perfectly fine ten-man tag, but who really cares?
1: Matt Hardy came out. Oh yeah,
2: Matt Hardy's like, I hate you again, Sammy. You've disappeared. I still like. It. It's like, oh, Sammy's back, and they they're just like back from what?
1: <laughs> but still, don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're setting up probably Matt Hardy against Sammy Guevara for All Out. Sure, that's a match.
1: But which Matt
2: Hardy will it be? Well, Matt Hardy has said it will be Matt Hardy from now on and not other Matt Hardys.
1: Wasn't that the whole reason you were mad about being in WWE? Because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get didn't get to do all your wacky character stuff?
2: No, he, d- he didn't have the control to do the kind of character he wanted to do. So whether well, he just wants
1: to be Matt Hardy. Well, he can be Matt Hardy. and He'll change his mind. Um, so, as I had discussed on the podcast pre-show, uh-huh. um, I did write notes, extensive notes. This is rare for you. Yes. Well, not since the days of when we started, and I cared. Oh, did I? Used to, have I written notes? Now I come in here. I'm a maverick. I'm a rogue.
2: Oh, you you get the podcast ad read payout, and then
1: suddenly it's just like I'm to be. I'm gonna be professional again. Big money. And I'm back. I'm writing notes. I'm watching the shows on time. I'm <laughs> um, here, <Yeah. yeah>, baby. <laughs> First note of the night, Jim Ross adds nothing. <laughs> yeah, Jim, Jim,
2: in this match, he was just constantly talking about the rules. And I'm like, what are you trying to add by constantly complaining about the rules? What does that actually amplify? How does that get these people over? Other than it, it doesn't. That's the answer. It's it's just him being
1: an annoying crank. Well, like, the problem is, right? At least, because Excalibur wasn't there, at least when Excalibur's there, you can still at least get, like, five out of every ten seconds talking about the match, instead of Jim just going on a tangent or throwing to Tony about what shirt he's wearing this week, or what colour is the sky, because he likes to talk about everything other than wrestling in the fucking ring. Sky's blue. Yeah, well, we'll find out next week on Dynamite when I'm sure he'll ask Taz about it.
2: Yeah, apparently the rumblings that Excalibur has been suspended for a month. mm so you're going to get full and, like, Taz is fine. I, I th- People rave about yeah, Taz but as a concert. There's no... Fine.
1: There's not a single person on that booth who's now doing play-by-play. Even though
2: two of them are play-by-play announcers. <laughs> at least by They're trade. They're all just
1: doing colour commentary. Let's talk about the broader spectrum of life. Instead of talking about the... Headlock takeover—that's happening. And sometimes I want someone to just talk about the headlock takeover.
2: You want Taz to explain the grip and and how he no, holds?
1: Or his just voice. say, "Oh, good takeover." <laughs> that's all they want.
2: No, that's NXT. Some
1: acknowledgement. Some good fighter fest. There you go. To keep on brand.
2: I don't know. The commentary shows that the show is always bad.
1: This is so. Yeah, but this is. This was my numbing I couldn't handle it this week. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like there's not a single person talking about the wrestling happening. They're all like, oh, this this guy's impressive, oh he's a lizard. Oh he did a suplex, you look Taz. <laughs> that's all. I'm sick
2: of it. Uh, sick of it I say. Marks did in an interview. Do the impression.
1: No, it's not ready yet. Ah one day. One day. I have been workshopping it though. I know what my problem is. What is your problem? I can't get the graveliness that modern day Mox has. I can kind of do like whiny CZW champ Mox a little bit or like weird Joker voice that he put on in like early WWE, but not so much in the current day. So, I'll once I'm confident with my current day, I'll debut it on the pod.
2: Your your voice is too smooth and and sultry for you to do the grr, moxley
1: voice also just a little baby voice you you don't have the depth the depth in no. your your lungs I'll just I'll start smoking cigarettes don't do that for this bit yes <laughs> for this bit <laughs> and that's uh we're open to any and all sponsorship by any cigarette or <laughs> yeah. tobacco companies please contact us directly I will smoke your product to get that moxley voice uh in 40 years you love lung cancer it's like daddy why do you have lung cancer well check kid. I had to do a John Moxley impression on a podcast. But then, like, he asked me that, and I just start doing, like, Moxley's, like, shoulder movements, <laughs> and I'm just, like, <laughs> put the accent on, like, that's
2: why. And it was worth it. Cody defeated Warhorse to, f- to retain the TNT
1: Championship. <gasps> okay, I watched this match three times. Why did you watch it three times? Because the first time, I hated it. Yeah. And the second time, it was boring. Uh-huh. But then the third time was, it was okay.
2: I, would, I, I started on it was okay. Warhorse Horse is one of those guys. Everything he does is something you've seen someone else do better. But it's, it's, it's a fine match.
1: Yeah. Uh. I don't know. It
2: w- He looks very indie. He looks as indie as indie can be.
1: And he's not exactly my thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure it got a couple people who were like, Oh, well, that's different to watch. So not a thing like, you know by any metric that'll make an impact, but I don't know. It's something different, like, at least with these open challenges, you're like, oh, like someone I haven't seen on this show 50 times.
2: You get the IWTV audience watching, you get uh, Hell War Horse's yeah. immediate family, I guess, they'll, they'll watch. Yep.
1: Um, Warhorse has a great entrance, mm-hmm. and I'm um, just, who do we give the War Horse theme to? Because I don't want that theme to get lost forever. Well, what if they bring back War Horse? Nah. What age is Warhorse? 87. Well, we had a good run. <laughs> this is retirement, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, then give he give his theme to someone <laughs> don't, don't let the theme be lost. I don't know, watching this he's
2: like he's a guy who probably could be like pretty good someday, but unless he's like thirty two and he's already, this is it,
1: yeah, if he's young, sure, but um, also, you know, he needs to invest in the look <laughs> a little more if he's going to be on dynamite. I
2: don't know, he he kind of has an inherently indie look to him as well. It's just like him looks very indie. Even like yeah. when you look through the gear and the face paint, it's just like, oh yeah, that's an indie wrestler. Which is fine.
1: It kind of kind of Cody look like shit <laughs> that he went
2: so competitive with Warhorse.
1: Yeah. Like he really should have put him down quicker. Like with Eddie, you gave him a reason to like Eddie like had he was in his element he was being gritty he was cheating like that's the reason he could keep up with the second biggest guy in the company or it was it's just going 50 50. yeah why is cody so mad was he, was he was he i don't know was he mad in this match jim ross on commentary really put over he's like oh cody is so angry was he <laughs> I'm like
2: was he that mad he was mad in the sunny kiss match That's a story that
1: makes sense to tell there. Why is he mad? He was pretty calm here. He won pretty easily. And, um, what do you think? Okay, so I think it's pretty clear that we're coming up on the stage where Arn is going to turn on Cody. Okay. I think we're setting it up now and there's a good, like, you know, the stuff with the FTR stuff later on in the show. Are they going to have Hangman turn heel and... Go against Cody? Uh,
2: I I do not want a Hangman Page heel turn under any circumstances. So, even Uh. uh, turning on Cody, turning on Kenny, but they're teasing a Cody heel turn, and they're teasing a Kenny heel turn. So what are we doing? Is everybody turning heel?
1: Unless Cody is so, like, narcissistic (laughs) that he's like, if we're doing a four horseman, I'm doing the four horseman. (laughs) I am Ric Flair. Like... Because that might just be it. he might just be like, oh yeah, yeah, we will do this four horsemen gimmick, but I'm gonna be rare. Because like they're teasing a
2: lot of heel turns at them, and the Kenny one has disappeared for now. That was just a one week thing for now. The Cody one also disappeared. He he cheated against Sunny Kiss, and now he's back to normal. But he was
1: mean in this match. No, he
2: wasn't. Uh, <laughs> and, like the, the person they've actually least probably teased a, a heel turn for. Hang on, Paige, because FTO aren't really heels. They've been presented predominantly
1: as... They're just dicks. ...kind of dickish baby faces. Well, uh, they're heels if you're a Kenny fan, because they're being mean to Kenny. <laughs> That's just upsetting. Kenny is a wholesome boy. He just wants to
2: play his yeah. video games. Leave him alone!
1: Yeah, he just wants to be a gamer.
2: Doesn't want to go drinking with you old men and pretend to be no, uh, 80s, to 80s wrestlers.
1: He's pretty sure he's older than them. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but they pretend to be old men from the 80s.
1: Ah, uh, fake old
2: men. They are fake old men.
1: Um, and then, of course, you know, big angle after the match where, for some reason, the Dork Order came out. I,
2: I, I've now coined it. It's Deus Ex Dork Order. <laughs> We're just like, if That's we good. need anything on this show, we need to set off an angle under any circumstances. It's like, just send out the Dark Order. It'll, we'll, we'll make it make sense later.
1: I was like, okay, so, like, they're going to do a, like, Brody Lee Cody thing, and then I was like, "Oh no, this was just a the setup." They are just a means to an end for Matt Cardona, for the former Zack
2: Ryder to make his AEW debut.
1: I gotta say, I'm kind of into it. I like I'm kind of into to giving Matt Cardona a chance. I think I'm more into like looks Matt great. Cardona
2: than Matt Hardy or Brody yeah. Lee. <laughs>
1: I'm not Brody. I
2: I I'm more into Brody Lee on paper. I'm more into Mac Cardona than AEW Brody Lee, which has been bad and like he's a lower card. He's worse than Luke Harper. But that's a that's a different take for a different day. Yeah, he looked. Mm. He's very jacked.
1: He is in very good shape. I didn't, I didn't. I'm completely into giving him a chance to see what he can do in AEW. I think people who there's a lot you know, there's a lot of people that are just go like oh well he's just going to be a mid-carter. I think you might be kidding yourself a little bit if you think he's just going to be a mid-carter. I don't know. I also don't think he's just going to be Cody's mate in this. I think this is going to be a vehicle to try and give him something. It may not be like an immediate push to the top area. But I think that's the long-term plan. If there is a long-term plan. Well, by all accounts, Cardona. there isn't.
2: Apparently, this is a, five, a five-show five
1: deal for now. It's a five-show deal until they go, well, okay, we want to sign? <laughs> Same thing with FTR. Yeah, FTR. They, well, there's free agents. We're getting, oh, we sign them to a three-year deal. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, one would assume the short term, at least, is a Cody program at All Out.
1: Yeah. And then, I think from there, he'll be sticking around. Woo, woo, woo. My favourite moment of this was Matt Cardona chucking up the L.I., for Long Island, and Tony immediately going, that's Mark from Strong Island.
2: (laughs) That's his t-shirt, you gotta start plugging the (laughs) t-shirt.
1: But he chucked. he didn't change his hand signal. You can't do an
2: S with one hand. It's quite difficult. I'm now trying to work yeah. out how to do an S with one hand.
1: <laughs> well, he could have put the, could have put the effort in. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I am fine with Zack Ryder. I think he's a, uh, like I don't he shouldn't be a main eventer. He's not he's not a good enough work to be a main event. but as an upper-mid card guy who occasionally has title matches. That's his level.
1: I would like to see him in that position.
2: I hope he gets a shot. Chris Jericho promo. He'll face Orange Cassidy in 2 weeks. They have a debate moderated by a mystery opponent or mystery Uh, moderator who's rumored to be Eric Bischoff. Come back! Uh, (laughs) This company
1: sucks. I got the (laughs) knack.
2: Eric Bischoff is legitimately my breaking point for this company.
1: Just like, (laughs) oh, we're going to hotshot in (laughs) Eric Bischoff.
2: Eric Bischoff isn't even relevant in 2020. (laughs) Do you think the average wrestling fan even knows who Eric Bischoff
1: is? (laughs) (laughs) Get Isn't da, that guy with the podcast? Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, people still know who Eric Bischoff is.
2: Uh, I'll, I'll give it about this more next week, assuming it is actually Eric Bischoff, but that's I'm
1: so stupid. I'm 100% pissed off that Chris Jericho didn't get a single master debater joke in. That'll be next week. It better be 20 minutes of him saying he's a master debater. There's a
2: whole debate next week. He'll lose plenty of time.
1: hmm oh. That was my signal to that... It's okay to move on to the next thing. Seg- cool. <laughs> signal?
2: Signal. Seg, that's a combination between Segway and Signal. It's, your, it's your Segway signal. What could it
1: mean? No one steal my <laughs> new app idea.
2: Kenny Omega and Hangman Page defeated the Dark Order. Evil Uno and Stu Grayson to retain the AW World Tag Championships in a pretty good match. Not a great match. Yeah,
1: it's a good, good little match.
2: I'm I'm actually kind of disappointed. I know they weren't around for the first few uh, few months of uh of empty arena shows, but I'd actually prefer Eve Luna and Stu Grayson to be having more good matches on the empty arena shows while there's no crowd to hate them. <laughs> so like, mm. by the time they come Given back, s- they might they be. D- they should
1: be doing more. It's like you you're doing like these big multi mans every week. You can't get like a random like I don't know them and Angels six man. They do flips and win. You can't book a
2: Stu Grayson against Nick Jackson match to actually show Uh, that Stu don't call me Dick Grayson. So that yeah, you're pretty kind of JR's commentary. We've already established this.
1: Oh yeah, I wrote another note. uh, JR adds nothing continue uh
2: yeah but the, the, these two have struggled
1: probably through no fault
2: of their own and this is like the perfect environment to just be like go out there and have good wrestling matches so when eventually people come back in this building in the year 2023 or whatever uh, <laughs> yeah. they'll react to you but they've just kind of been doing nothing they've been on dark or just standing behind Brody lee
1: well yeah and to, but to be fair they They were part of that crew that weren't even involved in the initial run of... Yeah. ...Empty Arena stuff. But they've
2: been around for another, like, two months at this stage. They've been back for a while.
1: So, as we've discussed in the past, a big part of Kenny Omega lore is his hair. Alright. Alright? And today I noticed... Well, two days ago when I watched the show... Yeah. ...that Kenny's hair is now mostly brown. What does this mean for his character?
2: Uh, well... That's the color of FTR's hair, so he's mm. going to turn on Paige and join Damn. the Four Horsemen. Wow. Realistically, if, if if you if you have to have any like modern parallel to Ric Flair and AEW, it probably is Kenny Omega. Yeah.
1: Honestly, yeah. Big Kenneth kenny omega ftr and hangman page
2: no hangman's booted it would be the- cody um, cody shorts, turns fierce. short code cody kenny and ftr with iron are the new four horsemen
1: that would make a lot of people so mad yeah <laughs> now i'm into it
2: the, like how mad would jim Cornette get at the idea
1: of kenny omega leading the four horsemen i need this to happen now i don't even like the four horsemen that much but i need this to happen now
2: uh, how do you feel about Anna J being officially in the Dark Order? Mm. She she stands there next to Brody Lane. Cool. Very elaborate role. Okay, the like show.
1: for the Dark Order guys, can we spend more than like four hundred dollars on their stuff? It looks very. It still looks cheap and bad as hell. Like, like, like
2: <laughs> come on, guys. We've been doing this Dark Order thing since since whatever October last year, and it still <laughs> sucks. It's still really it's like, bad.
1: You have people on the show, like Cody, who look like the most professional-ass professional wrestlers ever. Like, his gear is amazing, it's detailed, has all these textures, colours, rhinestones. And then you just have, like, Anna Jay wearing a Halloween, like, fake the bunny mask.
2: <laughs> Legitimately, it's like, oh, uh, Ali's not using the bunny mask anymore, can we just give it to her?
1: It's, uh, it
2: looks so cheap. It's it's as I said we're we're ten months into this Dark Order angle give or take and it's still absolutely awful. It's worse even.
1: I'm just, damn you, Marty. The cult stuff is stupid as well. The Colt like I like the cult stuff because he's an oblivious idiot. But uh, no, that's one. It's just one of those you can't do wrestling shows like that. Wrestling shows don't operate like that. Yeah, Colt doesn't go. He's notoriously not online. This isn't, like, like
2: this isn't a, an actual fictional show or the, like, the, the show doesn't move forward when the show's not on the air. That's not how wrestling works. There's such an
1: easy way around it, too. Just have Colt blow it off.
2: Yeah. Just have him be
1: like, I, I know they do bad things, but they've been really nice to me. But that's all, like, one line completely, like, it's that's the character. He's slowly getting brainwashed.
2: Yeah, the idea that,
1: oh, go away, Colt, we need to beat these people, which they did again. But it's week. like, you can do that, but you need to have him acknowledge later on that, like, oh, he knows what went down anyway. Like... There's, there is a there is a level of nuance you can have to that, like, element, you, but you just can't go all the way one way with it, because then it doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, and this this is a thing that wrestling companies do, like, with far too much frequency, the angle where, like, it would be completely undone if the person involved just watched the wrestling show. which it would just, mm. it's just like, you can't do that, it's
1: stupid. That being said, I, I did really like the, the post-match angle with Brody, Stu, and Uno. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I thought Brody did a really good job of, like, uh, showing how frustrated he was, like, just with his face while he was pacing around. And they even had a good, like, spot where um, Stu kicked out, like, real late on a on a two. And Brody, like, was already walking to the ring. Like, he already thought his boys lost and, they, like, instantly showed relief when he kicked out. And I thought Brody was really good in those little glimpses we got of him. And especially towards the end angle where he was, like slapping around uno and Stu was like arcing up to him and uno was kind of like holding him back there's a cool little like those three characters had a cool moment after the the match that i thought was notable
2: i just wish we could kill the dark order
1: i don't know it's holding all of these people back i i don't know it doesn't one way or the other for me at the moment
2: Shida defeated uh, uh, Diamante to not to, to in a non-title match. So Diamante's not getting a title match. How do you think Diamante looked?
1: Not well. Uh, this wasn't good was it? Nah. Um I really liked how Shida was really aggressive in this match. She looked like she came across as an actual like in her other matches she kind of felt like a contender, but here she actually felt like a champion, being a champion. Hitting people with knees and dominating them and nailing them yeah. with falcon arrows—it made her feel like a big deal, at least.
2: She is and... the like her and uh, Rio prefer her are like the perfect people to carry this division, who's like which is filled with inexperienced people who need to get better. We've made this point before, but mm. Sheeta good. Everyone around her, maybe not, but she does real good. Sheeta can hold a match together really well. Yes, that's proof with the Penelope Ford match recently. Mm.
1: But yeah, so I like I liked Sheeta's role in this. Diamante... Uh, we learnt isn't signed, <laughs> mm. like we may have, like we thought she may have been. I think we're gonna get an influx of unsigned female talent. Well, they have to fill up a sixteen-person tournament, and they
2: only have like seven people.
1: Yeah. So, girl high, we'll be saying to some women on the show, uh, like Ariane, the former Cameron girl. Girl high, because Cameron's thing was girl bye. Oh, okay. Right. So Ariane's thing is girl high. It's a fun play on her old catchphrase so, from when she was in the WWF. That
2: everybody knows. Everybody's like Yes. Oh yeah, Cameron's favorite famous catchphrase.
1: Listen. I am willing to give Ariane a chance. Sure. Alright. I'm not gonna be here just writing her off. She hasn't wrestled just since you left Audrey, but sure. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? She could have been in there training. She could have been in there getting better. You only get better by wrestling. And when Ariane comes out, delivers a five-star performance, mm-hmm. I'm going to expect all of you Ariane haters to renounce it Funk and to accept on roll. Yeah, fuck girl on high. Roll.
2: Yeah, someone's going to call your mama because Liam's going to beat the shit out of you for hating Cameron.
1: Hell yeah. Give her a shot. <laughs> and if she sucks, she sucks. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, EC3 came to the ring
2: and cut a promo about uh, the, the, how he's going to run for candidacy for number one contender Tyrus is standing in the background with a sign being like EC3 for champ it was a good promo it's
1: This ruled. this was good
2: from our year and lord 2015
1: Jake the Snake was really mad at MJF for kissing the fake baby oh, did you see that? no I didn't There was a woman in the crowd with a plastic baby doll, and MJF went up and kissed it on the forehead. And then you can hear Jake in the background go, Ha! During COVID 19. And then MJF harassed a woman Uh because he's a young Republican guy. Of course. Well, that's his gimmick. He's like the young, wealthy Republican dude. And then he took a shot at all the snakes at Titan. Promo sucked. This is a pretty good promo. It was, it was like the most interesting thing on this fucking show.
0: I like MGF does nothing for me. Uh, I talk about his freaking rig. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking, maybe I can pull a Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing slab packs from Arena Club.
2: Ratings. And it's, obviously, the, the problem was lifted from EC3 five years ago, but that's neither here nor there. Like, literally
1: uh, lifted the entire
2: premise. When did of the EC3 promo.
1: ever have the opportunity to talk about ratings? Uh,
2: the impact on pop ratings aren't that far behind AEW ratings. Let's not pretend. <laughs> it's
1: like 300,000.
2: Also, EC3 on Spike was watched by more people than MJF ever has been. So let's not pretend that more people have watched MJF on television than EC3. Uh, this, I have, like,. It's just there's not there's nothing there. It's well delivered. People always mistake stuff that's well delivered for good promos. And he can speak with confidence, but he can never speak with substance. He's just
1: doing impressions See, I of thought, the Miz. I I agree with that on the most part. Right? He's just but i thought this week he actually had a thing to go with so well, it came even across a thing well the
2: go with makes no
1: sense yeah. john Moxley thing- is holding him down yeah it doesn't need to make sense he's a but heel it's, it's not even like there's not even a he's a, a delusional to it. guy who's who is blaming his own reason like things that aren't happening for him on other people <laughs> this is the thing nxt does
2: though where it's just like the story just manufactures out of nothing at least, at least
1: build that up hasn't to the point. manufactured out of sure. nothing because he's been challenging. He's, he's had all these other promos, whether it be on Twitch or on Dynamite or in the you know in the little crowd section when they cut to him, where he's talking about wanting a title shot and they're never getting it. They just don't just pretend that this is the thing that just came out. It is. <laughs> it's not. Also, I don't think they've done a good job of building MJF up to a title match. He freaking had a Jungle Boy feud. What are we doing here? Yeah, well, I don't I don't care about the actual- any of that stuff. I
2: either. don't care about the actual story they're telling. I'm just going to praise MJF. I'm, I'm giving them the, the new- <laughs> You and your AEW fanboy. You're going full oh, AEW yeah, fanboy. Are.
1: You fucking snake. <laughs>
2: got nothing on Finn Balor's snake in the back promos I I just, I don't care about this man, I really don't on literally any fundamental level okay Bad. <laughs> what do you want from it's me? A bad what wrestler who got bad promos, who's cosplaying as other people promo. who hasn't it worked out who good he is promo. as a wrestler who that was is like the most promo. interesting
1: thing on this dull show <laughs>
2: typical AEW fanboy who's like, oh
1: the Miz typical Vincel. <laughs> Yeah. You got you got a derogatory term for what you are. That's our They're just AEW fanboys. We got you got a whole thing. That's our
2: all out main event. John Moxley versus MJF.
1: Well <laughs> I guess Kenny and Hangman better have an unsanctioned match. So you can have a real main event.
2: Ricky Starks is cutting a promo and I I realized. He got scared. (laughs) I only realized this because, like, later, because, like, the main event just rushed into the ring and they went to break with, like, 10 minutes left in the show. They were obviously running long. And, like, there was a moment toward the end of the promo where they started playing Brian Cage's music, like the Oscars playing Ricky Starks off. And Ricky Starks and Brian Cage got very confused for a split second. It was very funny.
1: Uh, Starks has really good wrestler faces. (laughs) Ah, yes. Who doesn't love. He's like one. The wrestler faces. He's like one step of being, like,. Yeah, like really coked up Hogan in the back of a Survivor Series promo, really? <laughs> just going like rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> he just does it to the camera deadpan, and like you do the little like um, grab the wrist and shake the head a little bit. Oh, the Doug Williams. <laughs> yeah, it's all like it's all very classic pro wrestling, <laughs> standing around while someone else someone else says something, <laughs> but it was good. It's a to our main event tornado tag match in which
2: Darby Allin and John Morrison defeated Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. I have a problem with the finish.
1: Okay, what is your problem with the finish? AEW did it. Uh, well, you see, it,
2: it looked very gnarly. Thumbtacks in his back. He was rolling on the floor, but he should have hit the coffin drop because, like, he, he's squirming and fl- flailing all over the place. And then, like, Darby Allen, who's a tiny man, pins him in a very unconvincing fashion and holds him down. It's like you were just squirming on the floor, so it needed an impact move to follow it. But it, the, the thumbtacks looked like they were deep in his back and very painful.
1: It was the scrape, that it's like the gross bit. Yeah. Like they weren't just like, in they were in and then dragged across his back.
2: So, yeah, I always hate when you when, when he's like squ- like literally squirming on the floor, selling, and then someone pins him, and suddenly he's lying, lying perfectly still. It's like no, you were you were just moving perfectly well. You could have been kicked out. Stop it.
1: Also, like, W, you could have just done your last supper pin.
2: Yeah, he should have done some kind of pin or a coffin drop. They should have followed it up with something. But nonetheless, this match was fine.
1: All right, well are you ready to talk about? A number five contender challenging for a title. <laughs> you and your broken brain MMA.
2: It's the same thing. People yeah. said people are like, "Oh, they do that in MMA and boxing, as if that vindicates it." People did the same thing when, like, uh, when uh, at the start of the year, people who ha- who hadn't wrestled were ranked above people who had, and it's like they do that in the the, uh, the basketball rankings too, as if that makes it better. As if somebody else doing something that's stupid also also justifies the fact that this these people are doing something stupid. It's it's collective broken-brainedness as a result of people exposed to other things that are bad. Yes. Just don't say the words number five contender. If, if Tony Giovanni
1: just didn't say the words number five contender. The standard bearer of continuity, professional wrestling. Defeating Ricky Starks, he'll get
2: a title match next week. Even, But he pinned Ricky Starks, who hasn't won a match on Dynamite as well, by the way,
1: if you're going for quality of wins. He won in the main event with Brian Cage. He didn't pin
2: Brian Cage, though, did he?
1: Didn't need to. He still beat Brian Cage.
2: Yeah, and why about Lance Archer? Why isn't he getting the title shot?
1: Jake doesn't want to take the, oh, b- yeah, the sure. shot Oh, yeah, sure.
2: Look That's at fun. you filling in yeah. your gaps. Look at you hey. telling the story hey. that they're not telling, hey. like you did with MJF hey. earlier. Hey.
1: hey, it's a large tapestry, all right? I can't help it if you don't pick up on the nuances of the story, all you right? Do. I don't get... If you're not out there on your Twitters, on your YouTubes, watching every piece of content, content that's out there to justify these choices, all right? In order to it understand AEW's story, Not, you have to watch hey, Dark, shut up. you have to you watch had your Being time. the Elite, you, you have to watch Dynamite, time, you have to watch The sir? Third Show, sir? you have to watch sir? all the Twitter promos. you have
2: to so watch you Sammy Guevara's blog, probably. Sir? You have to listen sir? to Talk is Jericho sir? just to understand all of sir? these stories.
1: So you had your time? Never. in You have to listen sports. to all of these terrible <laughs> things. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> uh, the problem is, I knew I didn't want to get into it with you in the DMs because I've already had the conversation.
2: <laughs> I, I wasn't going to bring it up. You brought it up. I was going to move straight on to NXT. It's like, it's stupid. He's number five contender. What's the point in having contendership?
1: Because the number one through four sometimes can't accept the match. What's wrong with Lance Archer? Why wouldn't Brian Cage want a title shot? I'm sure Brody Lee wants Cage a title shot. Cage and Lee... Cage and Lee both lost their ch- title opportunities. There's still contenders
2: ranked ahead of Darby Allin. What is the That's rank right now? Works.
1: What is what is the ranking before the title match? The new rankings weren't released at the time. I will bet you that Darby is above everyone except for Archer. Then why isn't Archer getting a And MJF. <laughs> because he doesn't want one. I'm uh, no, sure he doesn't. <laughs> he wants it at a later time. Uh, this
2: company is... This you don't think Jake the stupid.
1: Snake has a
2: plan? You d- you're your typical... Typical wrestling fan being like, "Oh, it doesn't make sense, but I'm going to pretend oh, it makes so sense." So before,
1: I'm a broken-brained MMA's boxing fighting guy. Yes. and Now I'm the wrestling man that's buying into it too much.
2: <laughs> your 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 justification of the rankings is flawed Pick on multiple levels.
1: Pick your bases. lane. Pick
2: your lane. No, it's flawed in multiple
1: ways. Listen here, Irish.
2: <laughs> it's a wow.
1: <laughs> Straight to the racism.
2: Uh, that's dynamite. I'm sick of them a bad show that's trying to pop a rating every week. Who gives a shit?
1: I'm looking forward to the new. Oh, congratulations, Eddie Kingston.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's. A... I hope they actually use them because like so many people have been signed to just become roster fodder or stuck on dark. <laughs> like because the, the, the roster is gigantic and they have like 700 people more than they need, which results I'm ready in for the like
1: show baby Scorpio
2: Sky disappearing off the television show for months at a time. Give me a
1: big Scorpio Sky Eddie Kingston feud. That'd be fun. That brings us to WWE NXT, which opened with an
2: End is Near video package.
1: The end is near. It's very
2: upsetting. The what, game what's it is with...
1: over.
2: what is with NXT weirdly like leading into old WWE nostalgia?
1: I think it's because they're literally not allowed to do any of it on the main roster. <laughs> so Triple H is just like, so... I want
2: Great American Bash. I want In Your House.
1: I like that End is, Year... end is Near song. I want Armageddon. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I literally think it's just we're not allowed to acknowledge history at all on the main roster, so we're going to do it while we can on the brand, on the third brand. So let us into our opening contest
2: in which Eos Rai and Tinox defeated Dakota Kai and Kandos T- the Rae. is just a babyface now. I'm not sure when that happened. Mm. So yeah, Eos Rai, babyface. She's just, she's just a babyface.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's the best they got. <laughs> Might as well make her a face and have her just have good matches with people.
2: But like, then she just pinned Candice LeRae, so it's not like they're establishing contenders for her. They
1: don't care about Candice. They never have. <laughs> they never will. But it's like,
2: they have two decent heels on this brand, both of whom were in this match, Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai. So if
1: you're going to turn Io Shirai babyface, maybe don't pin Candice LeRae? I, I, my guess is maybe they turn... I think they're just going to make Eo whatever they need her to be for whatever feud she has, without any real rhyme or reason. She faces a face, she'll act like a heel. She faces the heel, she'll act like a face.
2: Like next week is Rhea Ripley against the Kodakai for no more contendership. So <laughs> whether EO is uh, a baby a face or a heel cool depends on the result of that match. Yes, yeah, she, she dyed her hair. She looks cool. This is her brutality. A decent opening match. I don't remember anything about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <if>, uh, <laughs> Moonsault. <laughs>
2: Uh, I think no, there, no. I do have a match of the week, but a lot of wrestling matches this week were just matches, and they were there, and they were all like pretty much none of them were bad. They were just all there, and they existed, yeah. and they happened, and they were decent. But I'm never going to think about any of them except maybe one again.
1: I will never watch any of these matches ever again in my life. We, oh God, we
2: got highlights of the Adam Cole on to- uh, on freaking Pat McAfee's show, and this I I didn't actually see the footage. I saw people reacting to it.
1: I purposefully avoided it because I. I see. I've I like some Pat McAfee stuff because I watched I've watched his like stuff with uh, AFL Australian Rules Football because it's funny. In that it's funny to watch an American go, what the fuck is this game? But him in any kind of wrestling scope is the most cringeworthy stuff to me.
2: Especially when they're doing work shoot shit. It's just like it's so like the idea of putting Adam doing an angle of any sort on the show. Just make Adam call a whiny bitch, too,
1: in front of this mainstream audience.
2: (laughs) It's to try and convert people into viewers of NXT. And, like, this would do the opposite. If I was was a listener of the Pat McAfee show and I heard this shit, I'd be like, what is this garbage?
1: If I was a Pat McAfee, like, guy, right? And I'm just like, oh, I just watched sports, right? And I'm here. I would laugh at this it's stupid it's terrible i'd be laughing at it and i'd i'd be making fun of it like with my friends like god do you see when they tried to do that stupid wrestling shit oh it's so bad and like adam cole
2: apologized again the shock the system against the culture the you know anti-authority uh undisputed era leader adam cole is like i'm so sorry i lost my temper <laughs> on the the radio show please forgive me triple h maybe we can make
1: amends Ugh lame shit it's oh. how can you like any of this i
2: like i i didn't see the as i said i didn't see the footage until i aired highlights of it on xa and like the freaking ryan satin like which may be a work it's like what is wrong with you <laughs> but,
1: I, if you thought that was real <laughs> oh
2: shouldn't be having words but yeah terrible absolutely awful stuff last week after the triple threat i was like i want a johnny gargano against uh Roderick strong match and hey This week on NXT,
1: they gave me a Johnny Gargano against Roderick Strong match. And it was good. It was alright. It was the best thing on either of these shows. It was kind of a, like a... The most interesting part of this for me was finding out this is only the second time this matchup has ever happened. When was the first time? On NXT. Ah! Couldn't Mm. even do a PWG match. Really? Mm. And Gargano has won both times.
2: Oh, Roderick Strong is a jobber.
1: Because literally, as I was watching this match, I was like, Oh man, this is like a match that would be 100% better in PWG. (laughs) Hey, this was a good match, though. It was okay. But it would have been a really good match in PWG. Well, PWG doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, true that. <sighs> All wrestling is dead. Wrestling sucks. <laughs> it's just a, I, I don't know. What's the fucking point anymore? There's not even crowds. <laughs> I'm just going to start talking exclusively about Japanese wrestling because it's the only country that has a crowd just now. <laughs> Well, New Japan is terrible now, too, though. (laughs) All the wrestling is bad. I'll have you know that it's actually good. Everything is bad. Everything is awful. How does it feel to be out of the golden era (laughs) for, like, all of wrestling?
2: It's it's interesting. Like, yeah, New Japan, for the longest time, like, there, there was a long time, like, literally a decade, where you could make a case that maybe the best wrestler in the world right now is IWGP champion at any given time. Yeah. You know, between Styles, Tanahashi, Omega, uh, the other guy, Naito, <laughs> and Okada, uh, between those five, like, at any given time, you can make an argument that maybe not when Jay White was champion yeah. as well, but but the best wrestler in the world uh. was champion for the best part of a decade, and now Evil yeah. is champion, and you're like, it's like Dolph Ziggler winning the belt.
1: Yeah. But like, not cool Dolph Ziggler, when people wanted him to win the belt. Like Dolph Ziggler now.
2: Yeah, we're 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 in the Dolph Ziggler Jack Swagger Alberto Del Rio. We're in that era of New Japan. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. And that's that's
1: we uh, gonna have to deal with now. I gotta admit though, there's like a weird sub version of me that's, like, kinda into, hey, this is, you know how like, people always like, there's too many Gaijins in New Japan, remember? Well, this is kinda what New Japan is, without all the Gaijins.
2: Yeah, but we still have the Gaijin booking, that's the problem we still have the, we have the Bullet Club booking without the Bullet Club,
1: <laughs> it's like, ah! Oh. I don't know, I, I do think a lot of the, like, I'm not gonna be a massive, like, evil defender here.
2: Yeah, well, I think evil and MJF are Liam's favourite wrestlers.
1: And Eldest brother Um, I do think that a lot of this evil stuff would be coming across a lot better if the crowds were allowed to make actual noise. Mm. I don't think... I think a lot of... Because it, it's literally a whole angle based on crowd heat when your crowd isn't allowed to make any heat.
2: Which <laughs> <laughs> makes it... So... But yeah, you could you could have foreseen... You knew this was going to be the case. Like, just leave the belt at night, though. Do some meaningless defences.
1: Or just have, like, someone beat him straight up. I think, like... Because, you know, you still... You don't care about like giving up the title now, obviously, clearly. So just have like Sonata beat him clean for it or something. Try and make an actual star out of it
2: instead of this weird middle ground hodgepodge deal. Because
1: like, like as much as I loved the like Evil's whole transformation, like I think he looks great. I, th- I he's still peeks out as like heater for the top guy to me <laughs> mm. like he still peeks out as like say like you know, he's the guy that people beat to get to jay white <laughs> like that's that's what his role seems like it should be
2: and the problem is that's what his role has still been literally right up until he just suddenly won the belt
1: yeah but nxt
2: uh, Kyle O'Reilly gave undisputed era a big pep talk Here's he's a like, faux hawk <laughs> i like kyle i miss kyle he's a faux hawk good cool guy Beard and his faux hawk. Mm. He's firing up Undisputed Era. He's like, We're the best. We run this town. And they're like, Yeah, we're good. (laughs) <laughs> timothy thatcher is like yeah i'm really good
1: at wrestling i'll never tap out
2: oh they've they've driven the thatch like the Thatcher Statch can thing is like oh that's a good pun and now they say it every second line i'm like oh nxt you can't let me have anything can you
1: well, also the problem is it's like a fucking pun that 25 people will understand shotzy black mercedes martinez
2: yeah mercedes martinez looked good she looked v- like she looks really good this match aggressive she's a badass she's on yeah. top of things I'm not sure why they've associated her Robbie E, given that's the case, but
1: yeah, because she needed someone to do her paperwork.
2: Uh, fair. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> come on, you gotta have someone out there, you know, signing the contracts, working out the money deals. Mm. He's a traditional manager.
2: Yeah, she looked really good, and I think, uh, and I think the NXT Women's Division badly needs her.
1: Yes, so badly. Oh, Ridge Holland, man, are you excited for Ridge Holland? Ah. <sighs>
2: NXT UK is a fake show who could possibly watch it but what kind of name is Ridge Holland
1: like come on who the fuck is Ridge Holland
2: (laughs) he's a a guy he played rugby that's about it (laughs) he's a rugby player in
1: England he's got a diverse and extensive background
2: (laughs) (laughs) what a show Keith Lee actually I liked Keith Lee Keith Lee came out cut a promo across I thought Keith Lee's promo here was really good
1: he really tried to make this interesting. He
2: did. He's like. He also
1: said a cuss word. <laughs> yeah, he said bullshit, and Ooh. I think he threw an
2: ass in there at one. The stage.
1: attitude era is back.
2: Yeah, I th- I was like, I actually groaned when Grimes... was like, get Grimes away from this. Get Grimes away from all of this. Take the hat off. Stop doing the. He's the new Heat Slater on NXT. It's just. Ugh.
1: I'm the one man, band, baby.
2: Especially after Keith, like Keith does this big serious, and then you're like, "And now we'll get, we'll do a little comedy before we have Scarlet come out and cross appear on the wall." Because ha <laughs> Cameron Grimes thinks he's the one contender. What a silly boy! Oh, what a stupid
1: shit! I hate it. Oh,
2: yeah. Keith Lee's promo, very good. He tried, as you said, he tried so hard to make this. I mean like
1: something. Keith Lee when he's real serious. I don't like it when his promo voice comes out.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably a reason I liked this. That he didn't do his mm. I am limitless promos. He, he talked
1: like a person. Yeah. And then we get the, the boys are back. It's been a while.
2: Yes, Imperium uh, defeated Everrise. And this was good. Because well, it
1: was. Okay. So. Do you want Imperium... all matches
2: on these shows to be two minutes long?
1: Kinda. <laughs> yeah. Because Imperium were awesome in this. They were like. Actual like they felt like fucking demolinko ice in their veins killers. <laughs> and then they got their ass kicked. Yeah. Well four on one. Four to. two. Clearly they need a thatch as thatch canager. They've smuggled Walter over the border. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Walter just somehow showed up.
2: Yeah, they they squashed every ice. It was it was a squash. I would have said I particularly uh, no, like. I, I did think they looked good, but the yeah, Undisputed Era come out, beat the living hell out of them, and they're back. Undisputed Era are
1: back, Liam. Whoa! You know what they should do to really show them that they're like they're these cool guys, right? Mm-hmm. So, and are in, the, are in the ring. And they'll come out, and they'll start doing cross chops at them. Oh. And then then yellow slime will fall from the NXT arena, right? And it'll go all over Imperium. But you see, because they're like these serious characters, right? They're going to be so embarrassed by this. And they're going to be getting up, and they're going to be slipping all over and falling in it. And on the ramp, the NXT era are going to be there laughing. They're going to chuck up the UE.
2: And for weeks, Imperium are going to be wearing their Imperium jackets, but they're going to be covered in
1: orange. Yeah, yellow and then it's going to smell.
2: Uh, in typical NXT fashion, we told you who Bronson Reed is after he won his qualifying match, but that's better than nothing.
1: If everything is like, this is a line there, it's like, Bronson Lee is now a main event. Like you know, He's one of the guys here, and it's like, all right, well, let me see him win another match, because <laughs> he has a good streak of winning one match, yeah. losing the next.
2: They're like we'll talk about this one uh, based on the result of the main event, but they're desperately trying to elevate some of these guys, and it's probably better not trying. It feels so unearned, though. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: feels so like forced. It's like
2: look at this new generation of North American title division. It's like okay, it's probably better not trying, but certainly does feel forced. It's
1: like yeah, you know, what would have made it not forced if all of these guys in these triple threats that are getting the upsets were like a couple match, a couple wins deep, <laughs> heading into it. Yeah, not just. I'll lose the Karrion Cross, and now I'll win the triple threat with two of the biggest stars in the company. (laughs)
2: Uh, Isaiah Scott defeated Jake Atlas, setting himself up likely for a title match against...
1: Like, this match was good and whatever, but I completely forgot that it happened. Santos Escobar. Yeah, it was a solid little six-minute sprint. Isaiah Scott's probably going to be the next Cruiser title challenger. There you go. But now he has a win to justify that promo that you got mad about.
2: No, I got mad that he was suddenly being like, and now I'm going to challenge for the Cruiser title, which he is. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah but he got a win now so now he has at least a reason to challenge for
2: it no I, I knew they'd do that I knew he wouldn't just challenge I knew they'd justify it but the idea of I lost to
1: Johnny Gargano go me cruise away title time it's like which is funny because that's exactly the promo that Jake Atlas cut before he faced him he's like I went to the limit with Santos Eskimo I'm ready to go next week so in the main event right oh so yeah we get Rhea Ripley against the Kai
2: number one contenders match Damien Priest against Owen Open against Ridge Holland plus Imperium versus Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> and Bobby Fish for the title titles
1: Red Dragon, Red Dragon's back. Yeah, I like. I'm happy. Kyle's back on the show. I miss Kyle. Yeah. So, in that little interaction backstage at the start with Undisputed Era, did you kind of get the the hint that they're gonna <laughs> split Cole from the group?
2: Uh, like, uh, like I think like the the direction should be a Cole and Kyle feud. Big yeah, future shock. That's where,
1: to me. To me, that's where I think it's going. I think Cole's gonna take over as UE leader, and Cole's gonna get kick to this curb because like they're all in disarray and then O'Reilly comes in and he becomes like the actual leading figure that unites them to go out there and do something and Cole gets jealous yeah maybe I think because I think right now he's kind of playing along with it I think Kyle I think he sh- Cole should still act like he's a leader and then Kyle should be like all right none of this And then they all just jump him yeah and then at take over triple x do 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 do
2: do 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 how could they not have Loki Luke Skipper and Christopher Daniels on Takeover triple x
1: or at least Vin Diesel oh Vin Diesel would rule He comes in and he comes out and then The Rock's daughter comes out and beats the shit out of him.
2: Do you remember the Triple X films? I do remember the Triple X films. They were so much better than the Fast. They are like the precursor. Well, actually, they were around the same time as the Fast films. But like, they were what the Fast films became at the time when the Fast films were just driving movies. Dexter Loomis defeated... the Dexter Loomis choked
1: out Timothy Thatcher on NXT. rules fuck okay, anyone right who right. liked timothy thatcher going into this man <laughs> he got choked out by sam shaw <laughs> and then to make it even worse they had tom phillips screaming that he submitted him yeah like you couldn't have avoided the verbiage you couldn't have said oh yeah he made him pass out no you had to use the terminology submitted him and it's it's worse. When his whole character is submitting people <laughs>
2: That yeah that, that, like They have leaned as far into this guy being a shooter, a legitimate submission expert, and he is choked out in the middle of the ring on NXT by Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis is going to win that belt. <laughs> he probably is. Well, it depends who else is in it. I think maybe Damien Priest, or Damien Priest gets out of that match next week. But
1: <laughs> Oh boy, these triple
2: threats are rough. <laughs> well, the one last week was good, and this, this one was just... I mean more this week and next week. Finn Balor is in such a weird place on this show. He means absolutely nothing on this television show. Remember how much of a big deal he
1: felt when he returned?
2: Because like, yeah, there was a video package earlier in the show where they showed like his like just a clip of him hitting that Pele on Johnny Gargano on the ramp, and I was like, oh,
1: oh yeah.
2: Or like the Pele and the DDT on the ramp. It's like he was such a
1: big deal in October. <sighs> Have you seen these posts going around on Twitter that are like showing the matches that we've missed because of COVID? Like what? Like um, the match graphics of like shows that were supposed to happen there was like Bendito and Dragon Lee was supposed to happen and like the big RH6 man that was gonna happen Like, you know all, all, all these kind of posts right? Like stuff that was announced for Mania Weekend mm. and um, it just reminded me then that uh, yeah we were supposed to get a Walter Bella match <laughs> Oh yeah they were built into that for TakeOver
2: UK Ireland weren't they? <laughs> Which is a contradiction of terms, but go on.
1: Nah, why is that?
2: <laughs> NXT take over Dublin. NXT UK take over Dublin.
1: So UK take over Dublin is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so you just, I mean, if they put a poster up and they accidentally cut off that NXT portion of it. NXT UK take over or UK <laughs> take over UK, UK UK yeah. Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> could have a lot of people showing up to that show that don't know what it's about. Showing up for very different reasons, I'd imagine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because Finn Balor finishes the 1916
1: DDT. I was going to say, they should have had it, like, played up. the. This is all pre-cancellation. All these jokes are pre-everything horrible. No one, we didn't know that anyone's done anything bad yet. And, um, like, Devlin faces... Who would be, like, the British representation... <laughs> For the Cruiserweight belt. Mark Andrews, that evil Englishman. Well, well
2: Mark is Welsh, but sure. Shit. <laughs> Shit. You can't even pick one Englishman. Will Osprey, Fuck. Well, Will Ospreay's English, but he's not in the company. Yeah, but he's not. I, I don't Bate. know to
1: Yeah, Tyler Bate. He's a perfect representation. Pete Dunne. Well,
2: that's NXT. Oof. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Whatever. Which which show did you prefer this week, Liam? I don't know. I'm just doing the Orange Cassidy gimmick. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. probably Dynamite still. I because uh, I gave up more about
2: Dynamite. I'll give it to NXT, and our poll gives it to AEW with seventy nine yeah. to twenty one. So the winner yeah, you is. you
1: suck. It sucked in Garrett. You fucking Vince AEW Is our winner. Yay! We never lose. What's
2: your match of the week? Mine's Gargano and it's um, strong.
1: I think my match is work.
2: Stop eating
1: things, you turd. I think my match is <laughs> work. Um, The MJF promo. Pick a match. <laughs> I like how you got to the stage. You're like, I don't even want the bit anymore.
2: No, it's just <laughs> ending the podcast.
1: I don't know, man. None of them. <laughs> I don't know. Even-
2: um, Just you can pick the Imperium and Ever Rise match if you want. He yeah, that, that one.
1: Yeah, I like that one. That one was good. <laughs> if
2: you would like to vote in the poll every week, you well, what's can follow your favorite us. one? I said it was Gargano and Strong.
1: I wasn't listening.
2: If you'd like to vote in the poll every week, you can <laughs> follow us on Twitter at WarGamesPod. You can follow me on Twitter at Garret You can try to follow Liam on Twitter at Larrikin if you like Japanese kickboxing or. <laughs> if you're verified or if Liam yeah. knows who you are those are the three criteria
1: or, or <laughs> if you sponsor the podcast and you're a tobacco
2: company you can reach out to Liam's DMs um, mm-hmm. but we may not actually put your sponsors up on the show he'll just destroy his lungs for you I guess uh, and take the money you can listen to Everything Elite if you'd like more AEW Go coverage it. on your podcasting feed you can listen to Shake Them Ropes if you'd like more WWE television show coverage in your podcast boo, feed. WWE, boo. Even though Jeff Hawkins is always mean to me on Twitter. <laughs> Thanks Everyone's for listening mean thing. to you on Twitter, though, to be fair. I deserve it. And bye-bye.
1: I have no ending bit to this bit. Woo.